0: Torn. Welcome to the team. You're listening to Jacked, the Jack and Rodent, I mean Dexter
1: podcast.
0: Enjoy the episode.
1: Hello and welcome to Jacked, the Jack and Dexter podcast. We are on episode 17 now. I am here with two other people. Only three of us today. if They'd like to introduce themselves.
0: I'm Gavinerno, and I'm Darren.
1: Okay, so. Today, we are going to be talking about a jacked mail that we had. Then we'll be talking about spider caves and a little gif thing. That's a new one for this week. Uh, the jacked mail. Shall I read out the mail to give some context? Uh, sure. Okay, so this is from Shane B. He says, hey guys, just wanted to say that I'm loving the podcast so far. Thank you, Shane. I had found Darren's channel on YouTube one night after a Jack and Dax the binge and found out about the podcast after that. I'm slowly working my way back through your latest episode, so forgive me if this question has been asked before. I got the limited run boxes for Jack 2 and Jack 3 that had some alternative box art covers, which led me to then look up the different region box arts. And then he goes on to ask us a question, which is our favorite cover art from all the regions? So I I had a look at them all, and there were some really different ones. Did you guys see them all?
0: I've probably seen a lot of them. I I had a quick look through them earlier, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i mean i think the definitely the first jack and dexter's japanese art looks really epic like it's it almost looks like a whole other game <laughs> they almost look like different characters too it really does um, yeah so i really like that but if i had to be honest i think the best looking one has got to be the english version of jack 2 uh Solely because if you take the paper out from your PlayStation 2, 4, 3, whatever uh, case and you lay it out in full uh, showing the front and back kind of because it's like a paper that wraps around the case on the front of the page. You have like kind of multiple pictures of each character and the one with Jack Dexter on like the little hover guy actually extends to the back of the, uh, the back panel of the page and also giving more information about the game. Uh, I just I just enjoy this one very much it's very nice and dark blue lots of blue and I I really enjoy the blue
1: is that the European one or the unused European one because I'm looking at my one and it, it doesn't have that like
0: it's the English one
1: all in one cover
0: this is the one I uh the one you can own for just PlayStation 2
1: oh okay oh cool yeah, I think I'd agree. Like my my favourite cover is the Jack Two one. I think that's more for like nostalgic reasons though. Like I can't not look I can't look at it and not feel like a little buzz at the game. Oh, but yeah. I do think I don't know, I do think the Japanese have like the edge on all of the covers. Especially the first one, the precursor legacy. Like that one looks really cute. Like the animation looks so much better than the European and the United States versions.
0: Yeah, I noticed they have almost like a different orb uh with depending on different backgrounds besides the Japanese one. There's no orb. But it's interesting that they just kind of scaled it differently.
1: Mm. Yeah, like in um in the precursor legacy one, he's holding a power cell.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. kind of it's much more accurate to the game thing as the power cells are the main collectible um cuz like I was always kind of misled by the uh the u.s and the european box art where there's an orb in the background and like the lights coming from the orb so i i kind of thought that like orbs were like a huge huge deal and like the secret Mm -hmm. of the whole like games lore like lay within these orbs but yeah it turns out they're just more of a currency in the game in the end but um but speaking of the orbs i'm after noticing now um is it just me or does the u.s box art and the european box art of precursor legacy have different precursor symbols on the orbs floating behind jack they do i
0: want to say they do
1: that's a good point yeah because i thought the only difference really was that they sort of bumped up the contrast yeah but yeah you're right The the orb is different
2: yeah i'm just i'm looking at the ps4 box art there on the uh the bottom left part and there's a symbol right next to jack's like shoulder that i don't think is an actual precursor symbol at all it almost looks like a weird like i don't know tribal tattoo kind of thing going on but um
1: do you reckon the artist just sort of doodled the shape that looked remotely precursor-like?
2: <laughs> Probably, <laughs> he was just like, "Yeah, that looks precursory enough. That'll do."
0: <laughs> Darren, do you have the precursor language memorized? Can you speak precursor?
2: I do not. <laughs> I do not. Every single time I have to translate the video, I like bring up the uh, I bring up the uh, alphabet on the wiki, and I just like do it letter by letter. Hmm. Um, actually, is there any instances of? like, spoken
0: precursor language in the game. I
1: was just going to say that, like, how would that even go?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I was just joking around. I, I haven't heard anyone oh. actually say <laughs> or speak precursor. I think it's more of a tra- translating kind of language.
1: I would love that. J- Darren, can you do a video on that? Just your interpretations of how this language would be spoken.
0: <laughs> oh, God. I think it falls more like... uh what are they called? Like Egyptian symbols, like you can't say um, it, but they are symbols that you know that mean something. Or I I don't I don't know if Egyptian had a alphabet per se because I'm not smart, but I'd imagine it's similar to precursor language in that it's not a vocal thing; it's just a visual thing.
1: Hmm. I wonder why they only did one Korean front cover for Jack Two, because that's the only one that has a Korean one.
0: I wish I had a guidebook or or not a guidebook a video on deck explaining that because I feel like there was something I read somewhere about the Korean version I do want to say that I'm very jealous that the Japanese one uh looks kind of super epic
1: doesn't it doesn't it look absolutely so cool compared to the others like that is one point I wanted to bring up like The Japanese covers seem to be a lot more conceptual than the others. Like They're focusing on the narrative, I think, whereas our ones are more trying to showcase the gameplay itself. I prefer the Japanese ones.
0: The European one almost kind of reminds me of like a Ratchet and Clank cover.
1: Yeah.
0: Kind of showing some action going on as the front cover. Mm. That yeah, that's
2: like 100 percent a marketing thing because um yeah like they Jack two and three got all edgy because of the popularity of Grand Theft Auto with like teenage yeah. kids at the time so you know the front the front cover is like hey kids you like guns you like like killing cops and stuff yeah yeah cool yeah right <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a good point like having the crimson guards in the background is totally a cool to that like being chased by the police <laughs>
0: yeah it's pretty good what's this next thing the lost frontier i've never heard of this i don't know what this is
1: (laughs) see i thought cj would be the one to say that
2: yeah uh, it's a some fever dream i don't know
1: (laughs) (laughs) again though japanese is way different to the european and american one like the american and europeans are basically the same thing
0: pretty much yeah yeah it looks a lot more cartoony more friendly almost
1: Mm, you can even see daxter's pants
0: (laughs) uh yeah that's definitely a focal point a
1: consistent
2: (laughs) uh like pattern with the covers is like the western versions are always have them be like more cool and stoic but the japanese ones are just like not afraid to have them be this wacky like silly adventure or cartoony type thing
1: yes i agree with that like they're they're less worried to be inside the box whereas i feel like our western ones are very they have boxes they need to tick <laughs> and they have things they need to meet uh there are other covers but i feel like we've Covered enough of covers, unless there's something you want to talk about specifically about Daxter or Jack X.
2: Um, there, yeah, there is. There is one thing I'd like to mention before moving on. Actually, is um, there was a a Japanese uh, cover of like the demo of the Precursor Legacy. It's not listed on the wiki. Um, I could drop it into the group chat there, but uh, it's um, it's actually probably my favourite one because it really gets across the the sense of adventure. It's basically Jack and Daxter in a little jungle thing. Uh, there's light shining down through the branches on them and in the background is a precursor robot in a cliff and uh, it's the only one that like doesn't play up the action or anything it just really gets across the sense of mystery and adventure that drew me into the series in the first place so even though it's not like an official cover that's probably my favourite
1: Which one was that? The Precursor Legacy?
2: It was the Japanese demo of the Precursor Legacy Yeah, I'm guessing Uh it was a little like paper sleeve thing or something given out in magazines or whatever
0: Oh, wow. That's epic. Isn't it? So cool.
2: And I, I actually, I love how, like, the the, the fauna, or not the fauna, the, the flora, like the grass and the trees, actually kind of look realistic. They don't, like, make them cartoony or anything.
1: Yeah, I love how strategically they've put Daxter's tail, because it could be too much information, but they've done it really nicely.
0: <laughs> yeah, his body looks kind of messed up. Almost.
1: (laughs) It's a strange angle. It's a really strange monkey-like angle.
0: (laughs) Um, And
2: I think in the background on the precursor robot's shoulders, there's like shoulder-mounted weapons, which we don't see in the game until like Jack 3 when you fight the boss one. Mm.
1: That is detail.
0: Oh, you see uh, Jack's kind of his goggle headset situation. He's got like a part that comes down onto the side of his chin.
1: Oh That's, yeah, this yeah. is so cool.
0: This must have been like an early stage Jack and Dexter or something. I can't,
1: I can't figure out how Dexter's body is. Like, what kind of position is that? It's like it's his...
0: very broken. Yeah, the more you look at it, the worse it kind of gets. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Another unrealistic beauty standard for Otzels.
1: <laughs> exactly. His arms coming out of his leg. I just don't get it. But okay.
0: These posters are cool.
1: Oh, I did want to know, you know that um, promotional poster for the Daxter game?
2: Yeah. Yes. The the one where he's, like, jetpacking along, kind of? Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Yes, I do like that. Like, I would have loved to have that on my wall, but it does kind of look like he's having a big fart. <laughs> so the green gas.
0: He's having a nice stinky across Haven. <laughs> that would be cool as a poster, but maybe instead of green, like,
1: red or orange. <laughs> yeah, it just is an unfortunate color to have. I'm guessing that's, like, I haven't played the Daxter game Is that, like, a big part of the game, that thing he's riding?
0: It's, like, bug spray, I think. Because he's, like, a bug catcher in the game. He just, like, goes and kills bugs. So I want to say that's, like, spray to kill bugs. But he also uses it as, like, kind of, like, a, a boost yeah,
2: that's exactly what it is. Really? Um you can actually you can you can use the as a boost over like little uh like flaming torches and it turns into like a flamethrower effect that gives you another boost. It's actually it's quite clever in the game. Oh. But yeah, it does look like a fart.
0: Nice.
1: <laughs> okay, so moving on now, are we ready for area by area of the spider caves? Yes, we
2: surely are. Let's spider let's spider this cave.
1: Woohoo. Okay, so Just the general aim of the area, to give some context in case people haven't played the level in a while, it is to stop the Lurkers getting the crystals of concentrated Dark Eco by destroying the crystals before the Lurkers can get them. Obviously, there's loads of missions in this level, but that is the main gist that Samos sends you off to do.
0: Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I just didn't talk to Samos. I was just like, alright, time to go. And then (laughs) I saw those crystals, I was like, oh... I, I, that looks like something I got to do. I got I, like some sort of mission. You hit one of them and you pause the game. It's like, oh yeah, you are supposed to do that.
1: Mm. It is nice when you uncover missions like by accident. I do like that.
0: Yeah. It kind of almost adds to the game in a way. Mm.
1: So our initial thoughts on the area. The first one I noted is that the music is more of a precursor to the Jack two soundtrack. It's more gloomy and undergroundy. Like, the gong or bell, I find that very precursor to the Jack 2 soundtrack. Yeah. What do you think?
0: I'd agree. This, the soundtrack is very nice. Uh,
1: mm.
0: I wish I could hear it right now. I can't hear it in my head, <laughs> and I got headphones in, but <laughs> I can say that I enjoy it. I'll give you that much.
1: <laughs> That's a given, is it? You don't even have to think. You just know it.
0: Oh, I, I know. I enjoy every track of the game, so... I know for a fact that I enjoyed this one. Anything that's kind of got, like, a dark and gloomy undergroundy, as you've described, uh, kind of feel to it, uh, it's going to appeal to me. So... Mm. Yeah,
2: the soundtrack of just, like, all the games are perfectly suited to every single area like uh they always have these little sound effects and stuff thrown in that just seem to suit the area perfectly uh and really really dials up the atmosphere to another level uh that gong or bell thing like i don't even know like why you would associate that with an underground area but as it chimes when you're running through the caves it almost sounds like it's echoing through all the caves and it really just makes you feel lost in this like sinister underground ancient network Um, yes yeah it's just it's so so effective
1: i think it adds to the epicness of it definitely but yeah i mean when i first went into the area because it's my first time playing the game i did notice it it looks like an area that's been infected with dark eco rather than it's just always been that way and i did like that like it makes you think what would it have looked like before all the dark eco started seeping in
2: Hmm. yeah those spiders were probably just plain little normal spiders Or uh, the spiders from Jack 2. Maybe they were those. Mm. Like, by nature. And then they got infected by Dark Eco and turned into the the big monstrosities you fight in the cave.
1: I suppose the millipedes might... I don't know. They're supposed to be just big, fat millipedes, maybe.
0: (laughs) Probably, yeah. (laughs) But I can say, for multiple reasons, I do enjoy this level. From the music, from the gameplay. There's so much going on. Uh, I love the level so much, but there is one thing. One tiny little thing. And it's one precursor... Or uh, one power cell that I despise the most. Can you guys guess which one?
1: Is it the one in the dark cave?
0: The dark cave. It's all a dark cave, though.
1: I know, but there's one area that's specifically called the dark cave, and it's like you've got a leap jump off one of those rafty, floppy things. That mission got me a lot. Like, it was one of those missions where I just had to keep going and going and going. Every time I'd be like, one more time, <laughs> one more time.
2: Uh, the one where you
0: have to hit the crystals to light it up. They're
1: like the yes.
2: really
0: dark cave yeah yeah the yes. crystals can be a challenge i no i'm i think the one that i'm talking about is the one where <laughs> and for the longest time when i was uh younger and played this game i never got it uh cuz you can play the game without having to get like one power cell i'm pretty sure and i didn't even realize hmm. this was one of them for the longest time scout flies so uh no <laughs> there's oh. a power cell <laughs> where you have to grab yellow eco and then bolt out of the level oh, right away yes. and look straight oh, up yeah! and there's one just on the outside of the level before you even enter the tunnel or cave or whatnot that i walked past i ignored for years <laughs> but it's like most infuriating <laughs> by far yeah
1: I needed the YouTube video for that one. There was no way I was getting that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I had to do the same. That power cell <laughs> is where boys
2: became men. Like, I just did not know how to deal with it for ages. I just assumed that, like, um, once I was progressing to the next area of the game, that like I don't know something would in- unlock that would let me break it. Um, but yeah, it never happened. So eventually, I figured out that I had to like literally just like take the yellow eco from the cave and absolutely bomb it to the crate and hit it in enough time. But uh, yeah, definitely one of the trickier ones in the game.
1: That is the thing. When they have those sort of missions where you have to just bomb it, it's like it's a practical joke. Like, I'm never sure if that's actually what I'm supposed to be doing or if there's a more obvious route.
0: Mm. Yeah, I've ran into that a couple times. You never know when a level is as complicated as you perceive it to be. Mm.
2: Like, the rest of the game is so straightforward, and then it just throws these little, like... Curveballs actually—they—they they, they seem kind of out of place, but at the same time, I'm glad they're there. I'm, I'm glad that there is that level of challenge to it because the rest of the game is fairly easy, to be honest, in my opinion.
1: Mm, like, I, like so far, this has been the hardest level, I think—the hardest area. Cherry, have
0: you beat the game yet? Hmm.
1: Nope, but so oh, far. Oh
0: <laughs> my gosh! Oh my gosh!
1: Every time, like, I think it's good. I bring a new perspective. These are the first times I'm playing the levels. <laughs>
0: Fair enough, fair enough.
2: Exactly, like, we laugh, but we're just envious that we don't get to ever play Jack and Daxter for the first time. Oh, again.
1: that's tragic.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Does it irk you when I say I haven't beat the game? I always feel like there's a there's an edge.
0: It irks me any time anyone says they haven't even heard of or played this game.
1: <laughs> but to each their own.
0: You get to it when you get to it. I know you, uh, you definitely enjoy the game, otherwise you wouldn't be doing this podcast so
1: that is true there's a, a level of commitment to liking the game you need to do a podcast about it
2: lads i don't i don't even like jack and Dexter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh darren you're fired enjoy your youtube career
1: indeed oh i know this is a bit off topic but darren when are you making another video
0: darren and i are gonna make one
2: uh oh yeah <laughs> yes yes we sure are the biggest video yet
0: coming at you real soon
1: wait what really <laughs>
0: i got to the that one that one level in jack two where the crimson guards come at you in the slums and (laughs) i took a picture and i made a little joke and then and then i don't know why i just started going into like why does jack have no ass he's so flat (laughs) so and then darren just started Pitching in on it. Someone else did. I think it was Jesse.
1: Oh. And then we were just
0: kind of making some jokes.
1: I did see that photo. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, and so
0: <laughs> Darren has this, <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember what he said, but he had this like perfect YouTube title for it. This man is a god at YouTube titles, I swear. <laughs> uh, but I was like, I saw that. And I was like, that could actually be a really funny just, uh, what would you call it? Theory of... Theory video, I guess. Just where is Jack's ass?
1: <laughs> I would watch it. I would still watch that, even if it is nonsensical. I'd love it.
0: I would too. <laughs>
1: Mind, I'll, I'll have to post the picture. I think Darren, you did it, and you, photoshopped his ass. I so it's a bit.
2: Uh, oh, that was Jack. That was. Oh Jack. right. He's
1: got a big <laughs> booty on that one. I have to put it on Instagram. Give some context.
0: Yes, <laughs> that was a good one. I like that picture.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Well, it's up to Darren. That was I mean we were all joking but it's up to him if he ever actually wants to make a video I'm so down. Oh we could so do it. We could we could so do it like
1: projects in the making.
0: You heard it here first. All right, we can move on
2: now. <laughs> yeah, but oh but to, but to answer your your question Sherry earlier. Um uh yeah, it was it yeah, I got a new uh computer monitor for mm-hmm. Christmas. Um mm-hmm. so I have a little like proper like editing desk set up cuz um it was kind of awkward the way I was set up. I was sitting on my couch with like a wireless keyboard and um I was edit- I was editing on my T V and it just wasn't like oh, too comfortable gosh. for extended periods. So um yeah, so I like I have an actual desk now and an actual monitor. I just need to get my hands on a chair and um, I have a proper editing editing station set up. But the only thing is the room it's in, like for some reason my PC doesn't pick up the internet very well. It kind of disconnects constantly. Oh, no. um, like I've even had to bring my PC into the sitting room for like this recording just so I can actually connect to the internet. So that's something I have to work on. But once those Things are worked on. Um, I'll be like getting right back into it.
1: Oh well, thank you for going to the effort to bring your computer into an internet room. <laughs> I can't. I hate that though when you have one room that doesn't get the internet. But yeah.
2: Yeah, such a pain. Oh, mm. up. So as soon as I have that stuff worked out, I'll be getting right back into it.
0: As will I.
1: Yay! So, any noteworthy points about the level area that people wanted to bring up?
2: Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say the. I have a point there. Strangely devoid of lava, uh, despite being under mm, and next to yeah. the volcanic crater. Like it's mm. literally right under a volcano, and I don't think there's a single bit of lava in the whole level. It's just all dark eco.
1: Yeah, that is a good point. It's it is all dark eco. Do you reckon it used to be lava, and then the dark eco seeped in, and it was just like more malleable with the lava?
2: Could be. Yeah, dark eco is like yeah. It, just corrupts pretty much anything it touches so there's i can't imagine why it wouldn't like corrupt and
0: take over lava in some way
1: Mm, that is strange that there's still pools of water
0: i have a weird thing real real quick what if like kira had like a youtube channel and i i don't know why i feel like i could see her being like who wants to see what happens like some Vsauce kind of video who wants to see what happens when dark Eco touches (laughs) lava just, like, accidentally creates a bomb or something.
1: Oh, like a science channel.
0: <laughs> a science channel. Yeah, I can definitely see her making a science channel. All right, that was all I want to say.
1: I did know, in this um area, there are a lot of, like, new bits and bobs. Like, there's spiderweb trampolines, the dark eco-crystals, and there's even those... I don't know what they are. They're, like, what you call it? Like, not an, an ignition, but it's, like, the fire blasts out, you know, where the drill lurkers are?
2: Oh, yeah, the weird little, like... I um, barbecue things i suppose that's the first thing that comes to mind <laughs>
1: yeah those like i love that they with each level they always add like these little bits that are like exclusive to that area
0: yeah that's that's what i like about this game every level feels very very unique um and they don't repeat, mm. uh stunts uh i think they kind of had that naughty dog at least with uh, crash bandicoot they would have repeat type of either enemies or,
1: uh,
0: mm. uh, what is it, just, j- like, things to jump on or jump over and things like that. Um, yeah,
1: the so obstacles.
0: W- obstacles, yes, obstacles. Uh, so I liked, I, that's another reason why I love this game so, so much.
1: <laughs> mm. When you're going through that bit with the drill lurkers, were you reminded of Ratchet and Clank?
0: Seeing these pictures you posted, yes, definitely.
1: Yeah, like, a mix of those two.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: <clears throat> well, they are—they at the same time. Do you reckon they like drew inspiration from those because they look remarkably similar to me? I
0: can definitely see that.
2: Um, I'd say so because, um, as far as I know, Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Daxter—they like shared. Uh, they shared a building when they were first yeah. developing, and they would actually like. Um, they would actually like swap. Uh, I suppose skills and insight and stuff. They would actually help each other out on development, and they have a little, lots of little references to each other's uh, franchises in each other's franchises uh, so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they were like oh yeah like this is a cool idea for an enemy just this little bulky like industrial uh dude who like has w- has weapons that double as tools and also like weapons so wouldn't be surprised
1: yeah that would be really cool like if they one of their friends was the artist from the ratchet and clank games and they just sort of like help them out that would be awesome or very insulting to whoever actually did do the art of this Jack and Dexter enemy.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sure they all loved each other when they were in the same building.
1: Yeah.
2: The yeah, the dark eco crystal under the water. Um, <clears throat> is it possible that that's the deepest underwater dive in the whole series?
0: Yeah, because you can't dive that deep in mm. other bodies of water. I can see that.
1: Yeah, I imagine it is.
2: Like, it's a bit off topic. I love like. Crystals in games, I just think they look so fucking cool, like when the game has crystals mm. in it, it's automatically like a few points better just because they're in there, so like going into the dark cave and having like the dark eco crystals that you have to destroy, but also the kind of um like the teal kind of crystals that you punch to like make glow in the dark, uh I just thought yes. like yeah, it was just so atmospheric, it really showed off the lighting effects of the game because it's the only area of the game where you have like that level of darkness and that level of light at the same time um. The rest of the game did have lighting effects, like when you would stand beside torches or, like, uh, I think Blue Eco Vents had them as well. But, um, like, to have it of that level was very, very cool.
1: Yeah, like, the luminescence is really, really aesthetically pleasing when you're going through. Like, you just want to sort of stand around the crystals because it is, it is really nice. Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, that's a very good example of uh, showing the lighting in the game. I do want to say, how crazy would it be to watch someone. Maybe not speedrun, but just go through and try and beat that level in complete darkness. Like, not hitting any crystals.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, that'd be so cool. Could you imagine? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the memory you would need. Yeah, that's. you would need to know the level inside out. That would be like a real stamp of your dedication.
0: I think I might do that. We'll see.
1: Do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, my points there were just like trivia. Just kind of trivia questions more than anything. Like the gnawing lurkers, are they the only non-boss enemy type in the game that drops orbs uh, when killed?
0: Mm. Uh...
2: And I say non-boss because I know I know the plant drops orbs, but he's he's a boss, like. Uh, So are they the only ones that are like just normal enemies that drop orbs?
1: Trying to think,
0: I'm pretty sure they are the only ones, but I want to say you don't get the orbs from them; you get. Because there's green eco that falls, and I think that's what you get from the Lurkers. And I think the orbs hmm. just kind of come out of their little, what they the the wooden uh, pillar that they just kind of been climbing in and out of.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, do you reckon they were, like, trying to gnaw into the support beams to try and find, like, weird precursor artifacts inside? Or were they just like, yeah. Because I know, like, they're gnawing on the wooden support beams, and they could collapse the cave. I think it's, like, one of the miners... Uh, asks you to kill them specifically to stop the cave from collapsing yeah but like Ooh. that's actually my next point they know on wooden support beams and they could collapse the cave so
0: are they doing it on purpose or not nah? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should have had the jack joke
0: i would put it more towards it's just their instinct to gnaw to chew through wood like a, uh, yeah. a woodworm woodworm yeah woodworm or pecker maybe i don't know <laughs> just you know <laughs> bugs that go through wood and chew through it uh, i'd imagine it's just similar instincts to go and do that
2: yeah it's probably right it's, it's probably like yeah they're probably just acting on instinct but galanoia maybe were utilizing that instinct they were just kind of letting them have at it but to their own ends rather than like the knowing lurkers consciously realizing what they were doing
0: i wonder if they have a little because usually lurkers have like kind of a, a band around their neck uh, with like a little chain or something like that. or It looks like something hmm. you can hook a chain to. I wonder if they had one.
1: That's interesting. Like, they that could be a really good mode of transport, those little millipede gnawing things.
0: Possibly.
2: Yeah, I never noticed the collar on them. I may check it out the next time I'm uh, floating around in debug mode. Because mm. you can't really see them too clearly from far away. So I could just like get the flying camera and go right up to them and have a look in detail
1: yeah I mean this sort of draws them to my point like the millipede things the gnawing lurkers I really liked that you know you just shot them and there was no timer but they were so tight with the aim like if you were just a little tiny bit off you would not get it that really irked me
2: yeah yeah it was kind of annoying like and you have to you think they come out of like one hole and then they come out another and you can't even adjust your aim properly you're just like okay I'm just gonna leave it right there and wait. exactly.
1: Yeah, almost, yeah, it's like there's no pattern. You
0: almost had to time it sometimes depending on how far you were, which is another factor. That made yeah. it a little stressful to try and get those guys. And as you guys said, them coming out of different spots. Those it, it was quite a challenge, but uh mm. I, it I kind of is enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, if you uh if you take your time and sit there patiently, eventually you'll get it.
1: It's like fishing.
0: Oh gosh, fishing. No. I don't want to think about that level. <laughs> I'm glad that's a one time level. But I'm honestly surprised they didn't do another. Well, I guess the Boggy Swamp is kind of. Uh, it's got a similar. Just having a mini game uh, in the level.
1: I do feel like they're of the same. Like the same cutting. Like they seem the same sort of mini game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah, it was them stretching out, like, the uh, the utility of Yellow Eagle. They were like, oh, well, it's a shooting power, so, you know, it only makes sense to have these little, like, shooting gallery type uh quests to related to it yeah absolutely uh
1: this next point darren i think is yours this one looks really interesting what what are the red blobs
2: um so this is a string a few strings of unused text right like they're they're lines of text that are in the game's files but were never used in the end for whatever reason like due to uh cut quests due to time constraints or whatever um but yeah, there's a few ones here that I think may or may not be related to Spider Cave. So the first one there is Defeat the Cave Bats. Now, I think that might be a boggy swamp thing. Like there was some little cave in the swamp filled with bats and you had to like, you know, shoot the crap out of them to get to a power cell or something. But um, do you reckon it could be a Spider Cave thing as well?
1: It would be interesting if it was because they're like considering it's a cave, there are no bats down in that cave. So it it would make sense if they just cut them completely.
0: Those bats from uh, Boggy Swamp uh, that you see that are kind of like in a group, you guys just sit there and shoot them. Yeah, I'm, I was surprised uh, those guys aren't in there, maybe like textured darker or something like that.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, actually, that's a good point, because it wouldn't be the first time that they've had like two different types of enemies for different areas. Like, You know like they have the usual babak lurkers the purple ones but then the snowy mountain has the the, like the blue ones with the pelts on them uh and the little hopping bunny things as well the citadel and the snowy mountain has two versions of that as well so yeah like a a kind of a darker bat would have would have made a lot of sense for the spider cave
1: Mm. this next one you've put a red blob next to find the red vent switch why do you think that one would be the spider cave
2: I'm not too sure to be... See, like, it's next to the Volcanic Crater, and, like, Red Eco seems to be, Ooh. like, connected with kind of vulca, like, volcanic stuff. Um, Snowy Mountain has the Yellow Eco switch, so, uh, but it also has an abundance of, like, Red Eco up there. So what if they did the opposite thing, where the cave has an abundance of Yellow Eco, but it actually has the Red switch?
0: That would make more sense. That, does, yeah. probably had to scrap it for some reason
2: Mm. i'd say so yeah but it would have been so cool if they let it in because um like we get the precursor robot excavation site in spider cave but that's the only like real precursory thing there i suppose so it would have been cool if like after a while the cave started running into like metal walls and there was a like a precursor facility down in the depths that would have been pretty cool
1: that would have been pretty cool that would have been awesome if that was in it oh definitely Again, this one protect the miners' gems in the stump. I'm thinking that would have been one because, like, that miners' area is just devoid of missions other than giving them 90 precursor orbs. I reckon it would have been there because it does seem odd that there are no missions for the miners.
2: Mm. I can imagine that this was another, like, shooting gallery type game and maybe they cut it in favor of the uh, oh, annoying lurker one. And, you know, maybe they thought they were having, like, too many. Of those kind of quests at that point Mm. um i'm kind of imagining like if any of you played *Tie the tasmanian tiger no
0: uh sorry no
2: that's okay there's a there's a quest where like an npc is running across a bridge and you have to uh like throw it goes into first person and you have to throw your boomerangs at boulders to knock them onto enemies that are trying to attack her so i was imagining something like that kind of like the rat game where maybe you're standing up on a cliff And there's, like, waves of lurkers trying to, like, get to some stump to steal those gems. And you have to yellow eco them before they can, like, run away with a gem off screen or something like that.
0: Oh, I can see that. Yeah, definitely. Mm.
2: So then the next one, the stop the drilling lurkers. Um, I think that might be a snowy mountain thing. It might be, like, some different version of the text for, you know, the glacier glacier dudes. Mm Mm-hmm yeah like they were using those little machines to like hammer into the ice but maybe there was another variant that were using drills kind of similar to the lurkers down in the caves but yeah the ones in the caves do actually have drills so maybe there was like some other secondary excavation site thing and they were like trying to get into some like dark eco super weapon or something like that but they caught it in the end for whatever reason
1: Yeah, that that would make sense to me. Like, I feel like this one would definitely go in the caves, but I feel like the spider caves was so busy, I can see them just cutting this one completely. But it does seem like it would fit perfectly in the spider caves. Hmm.
0: It sounds like they, from all this information, we kind of after kind of examining both this level and Snowy Mountain, it sounds like there's a lot of uh, similarities that they were trying to put into uh, both these levels being in the same area and whatnot, which is kind of interesting. In my opinion.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, So I thought this week we could try a new bit of the area by area segment where we pick out our favorite power cell mission. Did you guys have one?
0: Uh, okay. Favorite power cell specifically to Spider Cave, correct? Yes. Ooh. Uh, definitely probably the one where you get to the top of the scaffolding of the precursor robot. It just feels very... You like you really got to the top and it felt like there was so much on the way there. And I very much enjoy how you actually kind of like almost spiral and how you climb uh, your way and swing your way uh, on those little like poles that Jack will spin on, swing on. I don't know what you want to call it, (laughs) but it it, it was very satisfying to uh, get to the very top of that and have a power cell there.
1: I can see that. Like when you see the robot, that is, it is such a point of intrigue that you just want to get there. So yeah, that is a good one. My favourite power self for this one was Explore the Dark Caves. I think it could be like a level in itself, like an area in itself. I think they must have put a lot more time into this bit of Spider Caves and everything else. And I loved the area, you know, where you first go in to sort of the entrance of the Dark Cave and it's like all that gloopy dark eco. Like, the sound for that bit, I did really appreciate. It just sounds really thick and globby.
2: Yeah, it has a very, like, distinct sound. Like, when you hear it, you just straight away know that it's dark eco. You're not going to confuse it with some other viscous fluid from some other franchise or something.
1: Exactly. Like, it sounds so ominous and sticky. I I did appreciate that bit, especially because they stop the background music.
0: That would stress Mm. me out more when I think of that about dark ego and hearing dark ego without seeing it like there was a lot of it in this level so i was definitely stressing out when i would hear just that (laughs) (laughs) just like oh no if i fall where i'm at it's game over
1: yeah that's a good point because it's like the same sort of ominous gloopiness that they had in that lost precursor city when you have to like go up the vent and it's chasing you upwards
0: yeah yeah definitely
1: reminds me of that another thing i liked about that mission in particular is that they give once you get the power cell they just give you an out like you don't have to go all the way back through the rat run they just sort of say well here's a lift you can go down in it
0: i usually jump off of it and just spin kick (laughs) oh just to get down quicker
1: i like the lift i like the ride it's nice
0: I like lifts and rides as well, but it, after after playing the game so many times, when you get to points like that where it's like, oh yeah, let me just safely bring it, it's like, I can, I can get down just fine. Like uh, in the very the very first Geyser Rock, when you're in Geyser Rock and that platform will take you back down, I just jump off and spin kick. Yeah, same. <laughs> I, I've, I've been here before, I, I know what I'm on about, I'll make it, <laughs> I'll be just fine. I appreciate it, but I'm
1: good. Oh well, fair enough maybe on like my second or third run through the game i'll get to that point
0: yeah when you get a lot more comfortable with the game you'll 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 get a lot more risky with it you'll you'll take more chances and see what works just to go a little quicker hmm.
1: darren what was your favorite power cell then
2: mm, it's probably the dark cave as well Um uh, mainly mainly for the things i mentioned earlier just like just admiring the atmosphere and the lighting effects. Like I would often just activate the crystals and just stand there and admire like how cool it looks <laughs> and how, when it, when it actually starts to fade, that the light fades so accurately as well. Uh, but then there's one part um, where you dive into that water pool to get to the dark eco-crystal, but the pool is sort mm. of like illuminated compared to the rest of the cave. And that to me is actually very soothing. Um, like I'd imagine the cave is freezing, freezing cold. But like, if that pool—if you could like jump into that pool on like a hot summer's night or something—it would probably be like the most relaxing thing ever. <laughs> um,
1: wow, I'd never thought of that detail. I'd never considered like the coldness of the cave.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, like it is super atmospheric. But um, yeah, like you never really think of like that that kind of stuff uh, mm. in a Jack and Daxter game because it's not like realistic to like real caves. Um, like you go into a cave in real life and like you know literally no sunlight can get in at all so they're always like freezing cold but um Mm. yeah i suppose you wouldn't consider it because of how like um like whimsical and colorful jack and daxter can be but uh that would definitely be my favorite power cell anyway just for the atmosphere and stuff i actually want to try and do it again sometime and completely turn off the music just to see how creepy it gets
1: oh oh boy god oh i don't know it would really take away from the experience without the music
2: it would like I'd turn it off just for the dark cave segment. I'd leave it on mm. for the rest of the level, but just for the cave segment, I want to see how creepy it gets.
1: That's a good shout. That could be interesting. Okay, so that wraps up our area by area for the spider caves. Now we're going to be doing a new segment that we've not done before again. This is all about gifs. We're going to be picking our favourite Jack and Daxter related gif, describe it briefly, and then, yeah, just sort of pick our favourite at the end if we want. So, I have put mine in the agenda. I will uncrop it so we can see. Oh shit, that's not it.
0: Hey, no cussing. (laughs) Now we gotta start from the beginning.
1: I am busy cropping. (laughs) I cannot deal with your sass right now, Gabonetto.
0: (laughs) This was supposed to be a no cussing run.
2: no cussing jack and speed speedrun i love it
1: <laughs> okay i have just enlarged my gif that i've put in so this gif show we'll see how this works because i mean for audio a gif might be a bit problematic but the gif basically is mr incredible he's looking down looking all solemn and then it says i can't not again and then in the next one he's saying i'm not strong enough and he's looking up and the caption is when you decide to replay your favourite game and then remember that mission. <laughs> I'm not sure how these gifts are gonna go. That was <laughs> oh.
0: What is that mission to you so far playing this first game?
1: That is the Errol mission in Jack Two.
0: Oh Oh sorry,
1: it cut out. What did you say then?
0: I was talking about the first game.
1: Oh right. I would probably say the dark caves bit where you gotta jump up on that raft at the end
0: ah uh, yeah that's i i can see that
1: <laughs> uh do you two have gifs uh
2: i got a gif i got a gif here yay <laughs> so uh i dropped it in there it's just like it's a gif of oh. uh i mm. i can't see the like the name of the artist but the tumblr i got it from is give up on yourself and you give up on the world Uh, it's on tumblr so it's like an animation of jack's hand uh in a clawed gesture and it it shakes before there's like a surge of dark eco power and his hand turns into dark jack's hand as like dark eco lightning kind of splays around him and it looks really really cool Mm. to me like it's it's a very powerful one it kind of feels like uh like dragon ball z or something like he's going super saiyan you know it's just uh you can you can get the sense of like power and aggression from it it's only a few seconds but it's just such a such a an effective gif at communicating exactly what's happening so it's a very very cool one to me it's definitely my favorite that i've seen lately
1: wow that's a really interesting choice like it's nice animation as well like it almost looks like stop motion
0: yeah that's really cool i was not expecting that to be so powerful and like have a message (laughs) because now mine is not that at all Let's see if it'll
1: <laughs> I had Mr. Incredible.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw yours and I was like, alright, alright, I'll work with that. I mine's similar. And then Darren comes in, he's like, the purpose.
1: You're showing me up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> have I have I misread have we were we supposed
0: to just get like a meme kiss? Nah, you're good. <laughs> have it's, I misread it's this? Yeah, it's yeah.
1: <laughs> Whatever you want from it.
0: Yeah, it's just anything. Cuckoo. Cool. So here's mine in the chat maybe if it'll load give it 20 hours um. so this gif is dexter looking down upon his dead friend jack this is when you this is what happens when you die in jack 3 dexter says this is what happens when you drop my name from the title <laughs> and uh not only do i love that line when he says that uh i i love their uh what would what do you call it character breaks third uh, what is it uh, called fourth wall break is it Fourth wall break. The fourth wall breaks in, uh, I think they they mostly did it in three, but they're so good. And uh, I was really happy that when you do die in Jack 3, um, that they brought back these little uh, Dexter talks to you a quick few seconds before you pass out or respawn. Mm.
1: Because they
0: didn't do it in the second one.
1: Did they not? Not at all?
0: Nope.
1: I'm pretty sure they did, didn't they?
0: Nope. You just die and
2: respawn yeah you're right now now that i think about it yeah yeah i kind of missed that i missed that about the second the second game I'm, I'm yeah i'm glad they brought it back in the third one
0: yeah there uh there's a he has a few he's like five or six other lines besides this one that he says when you pass out that are that are pretty funny if you ever uh i'd head to youtube whenever you'd like and check them out they're pretty funny
1: mm.
0: but that's my gif who's ready for my joke <laughs> So, so ready.
1: <laughs> ready for your jacked joke.
0: Okay. So, it's a picture. I, like, had the joke in my head and then just kind of whipped it up in Photoshop. Let's see if I can find it. Okay. Uh, But honestly, it's kind of dumb. But I think it's still funny. It's still a joke.
1: Uh that's, yes. Nice, nice. Would you like to describe it for the sake of the listeners?
0: So, it's got some text says how other people see a metalhead and then it's some dude with an iron maiden shirt throwing up those punk hands and then below it it says how i see a metalhead and it's a uh, some artwork of a metalhead from the jack two game
1: <laughs> that is cool i do like those when you have those phrases or words and it's like two completely different meanings that's nice
0: i definitely think of a video game before i think of a metalhead Oh, freaking it's metal like, rock dude
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how like yeah like when we're playing the games like we know exactly what the metal heads are but when you're explaining the game to someone who hasn't played it they're so confused like uh i was telling my friend billy about it years ago and like um uh, he hadn't played the games at the time and like we were both like really really like big into metal so i'm telling him like how i'm fighting all these metal heads and he's just like okay listen i've got questions (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like oh no no no, they're aliens i'm not like literally fighting hordes of dudes like
1: (laughs) yeah context is everything with this game definitely well i think the listeners would have appreciated our like we've done a lot of picture-based things this week maybe next week we'll go more for audio
0: (laughs) yeah i agree the joke was kind of last second and i apologize listeners
1: No, I wasn't, like, stabbing at your joke. I was stabbing at our (laughs) our
0: gifts. (laughs) No, I I get you. I get (laughs) you.
1: Well, who are you going to nominate, Gabonetto? It can be anyone on the panel at the minute or anyone that's not, and we'll get them to do, like, an audio note if they're not on next episode.
0: I'm trying to think, who hasn't done one of these? Because I've done a few. I know, Cherry, you have. Darren, have you done a joke? I have, yeah. I think, did I do the first one? Possibly.
1: I think you did. Yeah, like one of the first ones, definitely. I know
0: CJ did. As Jesse. I think I'm going to nominate Jesse.
1: Okay. Jesse is nominated. He will be bringing us the next Jax joke. Have fun. Indeed. So that is episode 17 of Jax, the Jack and Daxter podcast. We will be back in two weeks time. And that is all. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye-bye.
1: You got your own opinions? Want to throw
0: your weight around?
1: Email the show. Details in the show notes.